Good morning. Bam, we're live. Jared, dude. What's good? We're about to do it. Zelos Games, it's coming. Yeah, round two. Hey, like, uh, it is the second year, huh? Yeah, yes, it is. You the man. Why are you doing Why you um you've had uh success in life doing business stuff, uh your manager to athletes. Um, you got a good life. Why are you hanging it out there, stressing yourself, uh, doing competitions? <laughs> That's funny. Um, because no, no, no one, let's face it, no one, no one is doing, uh, from the perspective of business, no one is doing successful events. No one, it, they are, um, the hi, Caleb. Okay. The, the amount of work it takes to do versus the return, uh, I think the most successful events the the owners are making fifty two cents an hour for their work. Yeah, and, no, and, I, and, um, and, and the and it's just all criticism. No one's like, oh my god, that was the for every you, you what is it? You need thirty positive things to make up one piece of negative self talk. Yeah, it's, it's like in everyone. It, it, there's people like me and Hiller making a fucking living now, mashing you guys. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I um honestly hadn't didn't think about that going into it. Uh, I didn't. That much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good. I like that. I like that Forrest Gump attitude. I don't know where I'm running, but I, but I want to run. Yeah, which is rare for me. Honestly, it's super rare. I'm I'm like really analytical and, and forward thinking and to to a fault. And so um, I I don't know. I think about it often. I'm but I'm really mission driven, and I believe in what I'm trying to do, which um, is. Well, to create more earning opportunities for athletes all over the world and entertainment for fans, but it's not just for the sake of doing that, right? Like, um, I think about everything I want to accomplish in life, and this is one of those legs that the table has to stand on. Um, and so, like, my, I think, like, without sounding too, um, I don't know, a too big picture, like, my mission in life is to help, uh, reach people all over the world with the the gift of fitness. Right. So it's like fitness changed my world. It's what got me out of trouble and eventually led me to my relationship with, with Jesus and all that fun stuff. It was like the precursor for the life that I live now. I would say that the success I get to enjoy is because of me finding fitness and getting out of trouble. And so, you know, it's funny, like um, technology has changed the world. A fitter world is a better world. Right. And so like, 20 years ago, we didn't all have iPhones. So, you know, 20 years ago, like, for example, you go in third world countries and there's people living on clay that have cell phones. Um, why can't those same people know about push-ups and pull-ups and, and burpees and kettlebell swings and you know what I mean? And so it's like, um, I want to expand people's ability to get fit affordably and attractively. Right. And I, I think CrossFit has the largest global reach in the world when it comes to being able to do that. Um, and I think the sexiest way to reach people with CrossFit is competitions and athletes. There are these celebrities in the space, right? It's like um, shampoo companies use uh, Brad Pitt. Like we, to get people fit, we leverage our CrossFit celebrities in order to do that. We need to have more, competitions and in order to do that we need to have more off-season entertainment and so this is like one of you know like you mentioned i also manage athletes and then i do business consulting and so these are all like different things that contribute to my 
ultimate goal in life. Um, this just happens to be the hardest part of all those things. So, so what, what really stands out to me is what you're saying is, is that fitness um, was sort of your salvation. It led you even to a bigger picture moral code to what you view as eternal life and your purpose here serving Jesus. And because of that, you're, you're doing it. You, you, you feel like you've taken on the role of like an apostle. <laughs> but, I, I, but but i mean most of us i mean that's what i've done too through crossfit like it, one a default it's all i know for the last 15 years but two i can rest my head uh, at night knowing that i can tell my kids every day so uh, dad what did you do for a living oh i help save people's lives i yeah, have to empower think- people to so they could save their own lives would actually be more accurate yeah it's more about empowering other people um I want to help make fitness more affordable, more attractive, and more accessible for people all over the world, right? And so I because think it will it. make a better world. Your because words. it makes a better world. Like we, I can genuinely recall that, like my thought processes and like the decisions I was making prior to regular activity, um, and then becoming, you know, I did my first bodybuilding competition in 2011, and I went from eating like an, an asshole college kid. Um, like, you know, just mainly everything was about protein and like bench press. Right. So I was yeah. 20, 21, 22. And so, um, I committed to my first bodybuilding show and did a 16 week prep. And I remember like my clarity from just not eating a sub and pizza every night and like protein shakes all day to like chicken and rice and like cutting, eliminating some things and my, the sleep that I had, and so obviously I thought, well, everyone can't live like this, right? Like everyone can't live in a perpetual state of 16 week bodybuilding prep. That's actually probably unhealthy. Um, but the clarity I got, how good I felt, the confidence. I mean, I got like a promotion during that time. I went on to get, become a GM at the gym at, you know, 20 years old. And so like, it was like, this is fascinating how much different, how much like I'm, I'm angry less. I'm sad less because I'm not eating crap. And because I have a regular exercise regimen, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm paying more attention to what I'm putting in my body and what I'm doing with my body. And I think that if just, if people did three to five hours a week at a CrossFit gym all over the world, it would make a ra- dramatically different world. Like we, people wouldn't make bad decisions. Like for example, um, there's these studies around uh, daylight savings and the day that we go back and everyone loses an hour, at least in the United States, it's like, crime increases dramatically that day car accidents increase dramatically that day because everyone in the country lost an hour of sleep right and so it's people make bad decisions when they're when they're not well rested people also make bad decisions when they're not treating themselves well or eating well or exercising regularly pumping blood throughout their body releasing endorphins and serotonin in the brain right so it's like we're we have the potential to be smarter to be happier to be nicer and then inevitably, if we do those things, and we're going to have like a, a probably a more intelligent, more capable world. Um, so I don't know, you know. So it's like this. Yes, we don't need I more doctors. You. We need more people in CrossFit gyms. Um, uh, Jeff, he, uh, um, the starving folks in Ethiopia who don't have clean water need a CrossFit box in their lives would be so much better. I see what you're doing there. Listen, that's not what he was saying. I see how you went there. A lot of people go there. What he's saying is is that if you're capable of getting a cell phone into every human being's hand who, who are in the middle of nowhere, you should be able to get fitness everywhere. Not maybe necessarily those people. Obviously, he's not fucking stupid. He knows they need clean water first, and, 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 they, need, um, and they need to clear the cobras out of their villages. But he was saying as a parallel, if we have this capability, then we have the capability to send messages to um, p- people 
who do have access to clean water and who do have access to healthy food, not to eat shit. I, I'm, I, we have Chris Wart coming on uh, Wednesday. He's the author of uh, several books on how to beat cancer. And he was saying 50% of the food consumed by people in the United States is ultra processed. We'll get into that on Wednesday. Um, can <laughs> what, what is the date for Zelos games? Tell me all the critical dates for Zelos games. Uh, so the um, online competition is the main competition, and that is November 11th through November 21st. November 11th workouts. through November yeah. 21st. Okay. Four workouts over 10 days. Um, and and when this, you say that, isn't there a qual? Hold on one second. It's a little backwards. I'll explain it. Okay, hold on. Um, Ariel, so, six minutes, six minutes, six minutes. Hey, Ariel. No, don't say hey, hi hey. to Jared. Don't, you guys, don't derail me. Don't derail me. <laughs> don't derail me. Okay, go back Should even further. Isn't there an online competition first that people qualify for the Zealous Games? No, so it's backwards. So, like, imagine okay. more like the open announcement and then the open. Like, we're right. having a live event um, to showcase the workouts. And really, because, again, the mission of the Zealous Games is two-part, right? More earnings for athletes all over the world, which we do that by having an online competition. And more entertainment for fans. And last year, we just we didn't do as good as I wanted to do in terms of entertainment. I think you'll agree, like in order to grow a sport, you have to have a live entertainment. Um, and so this is me testing that without having some large or some massive community event. As you know, like events are very hard to do. Doing the online one was tough, let alone doing a, a live one. And so what we've done is like a sort of a happy medium between like an open announcement with two or three people, Rogue Invitational with 20 men, 20 women, a small, much more affordable version for myself. Um, so yeah. we're doing... 12 men, 12 women uh, are invited out to, out to here in Las Vegas to the to the gym that we train at here. It's called Camp Rhino. It's this 10,000 square foot gym. Um, and it'll be like three heats of four men, three heats of four women, two workouts on Saturday, two workouts on Sunday. Um, yeah, these are the 3D renderings, which I thought were really cool. Um, so I have to think of it differently. This isn't the open where you sign up and then the events come and then they stream them. This is, hey – when the events are released, we're going to show you top athletes who do it right away. Yeah. To motivate you like, to be like, hey, look at this. Yeah, this is, you know, we're not surprising people with last minute announcements. I don't have the leverage to do that kind of thing. So we'll have all the workouts announced by um, the end of next Monday. Another announcement this Wednesday. And then another oh. announcement is next Monday. Oh, I like um, that. And so what is that? Know, That's no, Next Monday is... Uh, October 31st. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. So. Um, and then so let me get this, let me get this out real, out real quick. October 31st, the Zelos games will announce all of its workouts. The last workout, but yes, the last workout. So by the 31st, everyone will know no one will have had to have done any of them yet. Right. Uh, and, and the competition's open to everybody. Uh, so it's, it, there are 10 divisions. Almost wow. everybody. We have an elite division, which is where the majority, where all the cash prize goes to. And there's a pre-qualifier. We use the quarterfinals as a qualifier. So if you're top 500 in the worldwide quarterfinals, you automatically qualify to compete for the cash prize associated with the, the elite division in the Zalos games. And then we have the RX division, which is 501 plus. So technically that is for everybody. Um, and then we have eight age group divisions. So wow. the two teenage divisions and then six master's divisions. For those divisions, we have a top three like prize purse. It's it's pretty dope. So there's like eleven $1 hundred dollars in prizes for first, 
six hundred dollars in prizes for second, and then three hundred dollars in prizes for third. So we're are you guys gonna pay your prizes? Well, these are prize packages. So are you are you guys actually gonna pay them out, or is this just to get people to sign up? <laughs> no, this so wasn't a valid question a year ago, but today it is. Yeah, no, I, it's funny. Hiller texted me that the other day. He's like, "Hey, just checking." I'm like, "Yes, Hiller, I have the money." Um, <laughs> Dickhead Hiller. No, I, it's fair, right? Like, who wants to be associated with a competition? I mean, he's making all these dang videos, right? So, like, he's like, "Should I prep a new one?" Um, no. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, there's thirty-five thousand dollars in cash prize associated to the elite division, and then there's close to thirty-three thousand dollars in prizes for all the other age groups in RX. Um, Thank you, Nick. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Um, and so those come from like Yeti and LSKD and Paleo Power Meals and stuff like that. But then the cash obviously comes from the bank for the elite division. And um, that is sitting uh, in an account just waiting to be emptied. Taken. Okay. I, I need to do this one more time. I hate to beat a dead horse. By October 31st, all the um, uh, workouts will be announced. Yep. One tomorrow and then another one on Monday. Then on November 11th, uh, sorry, on November uh, tw- uh, 11th, people can start doing the workouts. Yes. And, uh, and on November 12th and 13th, um, we'll be doing a live show where you can watch um, hi- hi- super high-end athletes do the workouts. You'll be broadcasting it. Yep. And then the next date after that, w- that will be there'll be some sort of closing date for who goes on to the next stage. No, it's just like – so the live event is a, sort of a showcase-style event for all the online workouts. Yeah. And the online competition is from November 11th to November 21st. And at the – so, so okay. And then so from the – and then the – so what is this thing about the top – it doesn't seem like that there's a top 500 people. It's just everyone's in it. No, so like to what, – what I wanted to do is build more value in the elite division. I didn't want like – But they're the like, same workouts, aren't they? They're all slightly different. We've – just like the okay. open, right? Like we've changed okay. them for the 14 to 15 division. We've changed it for the 55, 59 division. Okay. Um, but the elite. So, so when you say these workouts will be released, they'll be scaled versions for the different divisions. Yep. They're all in competition corner where the, where the competition lives. So you can go and register for elite and you'll see the workouts for elite. You can register for 45 to 49 and you'll see the, the modified version of the workout in that competition, like registration page. Um, And so, you know, this year we, Last year, we only had the elite division and scale division, but obviously with CrossFit kind of cutting that division in half for the games, um, I wanted to add another off-season opportunity for these athletes to, to take part in some competition where they're rewarded. Unfortunately, I didn't have money for all 10 divisions, right? Like that would, that sure. would be a whole lot. Um, sure. But we were lucky enough to leverage a lot of the sponsors and partners to, to get basically what these people would buy with money if they had it anyways, right? Like um, they're buying the Paleo Power Meals and the the daughter headphones and all that fun stuff. So um, we were pretty cool. What's the website? What's the website URL to register? Thezelosgames.com. T-H-E-Z-E-L-L-O-S. One L. One L. L Z-E-L-O-S. How did you get that? What's that name mean? Uh, It's a Greek out of rivalry. Love it. Nike's brother. Nike's brother. I'll put the competition corner registration in the chat. That'd be awesome. Cool. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, oh, St- Jeff Bako says we're ready for the headliner. Well, if he says so, Jared, you the man. 
Thank you, bro. Have fun we'll be with seeing, We'll be seeing you soon. We'll have you back on to talk about this, obviously, uh, before uh, registration opens. Appreciate it. Thanks for the love, Jeff. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. See you. Fastest 15 minutes of the show. I can't believe that was 15 minutes. That was really hey, fast. guys. Hi. Oh, my goodness. We get two guests for the price of one. Oh, yeah. You get a surprise guest. Uh, what's her name? Blakely. Don't worry. She can't hear anything you say, so you can cuss all you want, Savon. Oh, good. <laughs> How old's Blakely? She's three. Um, you are – when you qualify for the games next year, you are not – you were thinking about not taking her to the games. Correct. Too yeah, hot. and I – too long. Too hot. And it's not for kids. Like, we're not going to take her to Rogue either because who wants to sit for hours and just watch someone compete as a kid? I, li- I like what she said to you, too, uh, last year at the games. Uh, what about just taking today off and we hang out? Like, just pe- skip this day of the games. <laughs> exactly. But she still asks to go back to the hotel almost every day. So the hotel oh, she kids loves, love hotels. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Games, not so much. Elevator, escalator, people, restaurants, they love that shit. My kids yep. get swimming pool. My kids just want to go to hotels. I'm like, we're not we don't need to go anywhere. Well, they're like, we have hotels in this town. <laughs> go to the Motel Six. Treat them. Uh Rogue, you're going to Rogue. Yeah, we leave tonight actually, and then we'll get there tomorrow morning. Um, how come you're going to Rogue? How come? I think yeah. Um, it's like the best besides the games i feel like you have to qualify for the games to get invited to rogue but it's probably like my favorite competition hands down just because they treat us so well and it's in texas let's give let's love on katie dear katie and bill open a bottle of wine and enjoy this segment as we love on you why (laughs) have you met katie and bill bill and katie i've seen them but no i haven't met them face to face huge mistake Really? Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Huge. First thing, if they try to start the first event and you haven't met them yet, just walk right. Bill, hold on. I walk over and introduce yourself to Bill and Katie. You met them quite a bit. I have. Yeah. I have. I, I, you know, I was actually thinking yesterday. I may be one of the few people who's ever interviewed Bill. Bill doesn't do interviews, but when I would do the behind the scenes, I would just just run up on on them and just ask them questions like, "How many trucks did you bring?" How much mm. weight is here, you know? And he and he would answer answer the questions. He's a man of few words. I like it. I like to make fun of him on this show. Okay, <laughs> Who don't you wh- like wh- to make fun of? No, everyone's fair game. Uh, oh, Caleb, you got a haircut. Speaking of making fun of, so yeah, self made haircut. Uh, uh, why why is it the best? Why is it the best event? What do they do? Jared's what watching. Do? What do they do? Jared's got his pencil and paper out. He's going to hey, take Jared. notes. What do, what do Bill and Katie do that makes Rogue the best? I think you've heard they give like a travel stipend. They cover the hotel. But what really stood out to me last year is they put us all on the Del Diamond baseball field and like briefed us for the event. And like the first thing out of their mouth was, we're not here to kill you. We're here for you guys to put on a show. People are paying to come watch you. Like, And then they went over the workout standards and they're like, get over the log, get under the log. They're like, we don't care if you go with your right foot, with your left foot. So going like from the games, which is very rigid of how it should flow. Rogue was just like, put on a show. 
and it was kind of refreshing. And almost like they take a little bit of pressure off of you. Exactly. Um, they say they're not here to kill you, but they've added a Thursday event. <laughs> that was what they said last year. This year might be a whole different ball game. Um, do you have any thoughts on what Thursday's event might be? I'm like 90% convinced. I was talking to one of my friends about it last night, Bob from accounting. He came over and worked out with me, but I guess you have there's a friend like- and that's his title, Bob from accounting. <laughs> when we first met him, we knew him as Bob and he told us he was an accountant. So we literally for like a year called him Bob, the accountant come to find out he is not an accountant and he's like way of CFO CEO. Um, but he told us there's like a park in Austin round rock kind of next to the venue. So I'm debating it's going to be a trail run through the park with a ruck, something like that. Uh, let me also throw out there that Bill and Katie also own what I suspect to be a massive ranch in, in Round Texas. Rock? I don't know where it is, but I know it's in Texas because I see it on Bill's Instagram. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we've been told to bring trail running shoes. So to me, yeah. I just assume outdoor run. If you go to Bill's Instagram, you'll see he, there's this giant pile of rocks. And he takes a picture of it every once in a while. And this giant pile of rocks is a play. Every he runs a trail there, and every time he runs the loop, he puts one rock there, and it's a really? massive and it's a massive pile. And it's sort of. Do, do you see it, Caleb? You pull on, that on, on Hennigan. I'm looking for it right now. It's. I don't know if he, last time I saw it, it was on his story, and then the time before that, it was on Dave's story. So I'm trying to scroll through. Okay. Um. I. In. 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 Maybe. 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 Uh. Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. Everyone forget what I just said. But it he's is gonna true. He's going to make up, clean up all his rocks he's been collecting. <laughs> going to have to throw them <laughs> in our backpack. <laughs> oh. Carry them all back. That'd be funny. Uh, you, you, were, you were on the uh, um, Mindset pod, uh, Invictus Mindset podcast. I was. And you said something about deadlifting 315 for the first time for the first time when was that that was at the games on the back nine final day of competition uh this year this year yeah and and, and that's that was a pr for you yeah it was a pr i actually didn't even know if i could lift it until i went to pick it up and it honestly felt lighter than i expected so i, I was pretty excited and, and yet you're going to the Rogue event, which I think is sort of the, uh, notorious, if you were to put it in a category, is, is heavy heavy stuff. Oh, yeah. Are you oh, – yeah. um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Are, are you, do you embrace that? Does it add fear it, to the challenge? It, All of it that? adds a little bit of fear, but I've also been working on heavy stuff. Because, like, I'd be a fool if I didn't look back at, like, the old Rogue programming and start programming – to fit it. So I've been trying to do my best to program rogue esque workouts. Like if I'm doing double unders, I'm not going to be using a regular rope. Like you got to use the rogue heavy rope, just trying to be smart. But I also know like certain girls can lift a lot. I can only do what my body can do. So I'll be excited to see what happens. I guess come this weekend. Um, why haven't it's, it seems to be a staple of like people's, um, uh, Instagram accounts 
to show things like how much they can lift and in and, and the, and the weights we the the movements we often see are right deadlifts um cleans right i would say are the most popular um what's the other one front squats back yeah. squats snatch why haven't you taken why haven't have, have you put pressure on you haven't put that pressure on yourself to get just super duper strong and, and, and make some of these posts i wouldn't say i do it for the posts like if like i look at people i idolize i mean you look at tia you look at froning do you ever see them post their maxes when they hit them no probably not so i would more like after rogue i'm gonna go to a strongman gym here in midland and just be like Okay, I don't. How do I get stronger? So maybe after Rogue, there'll be more PRs, but those will be more like, I don't know. I like PRing on the competition floor, live in front of an audience with the adrenaline. I'm not the type to like set up my camera in the corner of the gym, slap my legs, and try to do PR. It just doesn't work for me as much. Who's doing your programming? I actually, after the games, um, I took over my own programming. And so, who was who was doing it? Um, a guy at the gym I go to. There's a Midland guy, but um, that'll be one thing I'm a little nervous about at Rogue is I have I, not that you have someone to fall back on, but like if I blow up on an event, okay, it comes back to me. If I don't do well at this, okay, it's all on me because I've been kind of taking the reins. Who else programs for themselves, Ariel? I guess Tia and Shane, if you'd consider that. I don't know. At least they have. At least they have two of them. Um, why not? uh, Do you subscribe to anyone else's programming to to check it out? Like, do you have a subscription to Proven or to Mayhem or to? I've reached out. I've reached out to Jared. Obviously, me and Jared are good friends about underdogs. I've got a buddy Josh who who works for Hard Work Pays Off, but like, I don't have the time. I'm, they'll send me the programming and it's like three hours and I don't necessarily have three hours. So I might like pick a piece. And then if I were to pick that piece and then Tuesday gets difficult because I didn't do all of it. So it just gets complicated. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it for myself up until rogue. And then I'll kind of evaluate from there to see where I want to go. But after the games I sat down with, Like, I kind of know what my weaknesses are. I sat down with my husband and like four trusted friends and I was like, okay, where do I suck? And then I like wrote down and I was like, how would you improve on that? What do you think? And then we kind of went from there. So I have like a little bit of a team, but I don't know if it's perfect just yet. And and you'll be really honest with yourself if it's, if it's something you suck, let's say it was rowing, just for example, and you wanted to get better at rowing, you have that discipline to be like, okay, here we go. If someone joins me, yes. Like if mm. I could sucker in Dylan to doing it, absolutely. But by myself, not so much. It's it's fascinating talking to you. It's so different than talking to um, someone like Emma Carey. Emma, Emma's like, I'll cut off my leg in order to get the training in. I know, well, I listened to that episode too. And I'm like, man, she's got the heart to a T. And she's going to like push herself to get there. Or, or even Vellner, like uh, um, he said, it's been eight years since he's missed fulfilling all of the training that Latondra gives him. Eight years. Eight years. I've never, I've never, I've never. And I go, you do it all. He goes, yeah. Sometimes I rush it. So, so yours. You, how do you not have that pressure? How do you not put that pressure on yourself? 
Did you ever have that pressure on yourself? I think I used to, but I've kind of come to the point now where I'm like secure in my abilities as an athlete and secure in like who I am as a person that even if I go to Rogue and get last place, which like knock on some wood, like I, I know I'll still come home and I'll live in the same house and go to the same gym. Like I, I love the title I have of like fittest mom in America, 11th on earth. But I also know that, um, I'm not willing to make the sacrifices of like being in the gym eight hours following this rigid program to stay at the level I'm at. Have you kept all of your um, programming? Do you have an organized journal or spreadsheet of everything you've done in the last five years, 10 years? I have started now that I'm programming for myself, I've started my own programming journal. So if road goes well, (laughs) I will love that journal. If it goes bad, you'll see it thrown in the fire. Back there. Um, it, it is interesting what uh, John Clark is saying here. Um, we need high level programming for parents that want to compete at the games. I, it, it, I bet you there would be a lot of. That's actually a good idea. Moms who would be curious. So. Cause I'll put it this way. I have you know, a window from like 11 o'clock to one thirty. And like, if I don't get all my stuff done in that window, like I can't do it. So I need to make sure what I'm doing is intentional, high intensity in that little bit of time. And there's time for strength. And then I go about my day after that. And like, you, you and look you're hard done. Work That's it. And then it's bye-bye CrossFit. It's, it's, it's mama work, uh, wife. Yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, me and Dylan will work out at our home gym in the evenings. But that's as, just as, like, as supplemental, like a second workout. Exactly. But that's usually like a month before a competition. That's not on the regular by any means. Um, does he show any signs of getting um, tired of your um, pursuits? The all the. I know. Um, I think now that I'm reaping the benefits of it. Obviously, we're married. We're both reaping the benefits of it. But he actually has a bet coming up in the open. My brother-in-law does CrossFit and Dylan does CrossFit. So they're going head-to-head each open. 150 bucks per workout, 650 total, whoever like wins the whole open. So I think he's secretly, he's starting to try and get into this CrossFit and trying to make money off of it. So it's it's actually the because you'll you'll hear that right um, uh, athlete spouses being like, okay, that's enough. We want to start a family or we want to do this or that. And for right. you, it's the opposite. This thing is just ramping up. And your husband, maybe if anything, not that he was never not supportive, but if anything, he's more supportive than ever. Exactly. Did and you spill something? No. Oh, my daughter might have gone to the bathroom, so I got a quick wipe of butt. Give me one second. <laughs> wow, this is a first for this show. Yesterday I, I spilled the coffee, and today someone uh, dropped a deuce. <laughs> this is what it means to be a mom, the fittest mom in America. Podcast with Savon at nine, got a wipe of butt at nine thirty. <laughs> uh someone at my gym did the sixty minute hard work pays off. It's definitely not sixty minutes unless you're super rushed through it. Yeah. Um were you that that first year you made it to the games, um, were you just doing uh aff- affiliate workouts? Were you just going to the affiliate and working out and you made it? Yeah, I was doing the affiliate workout and I had like two days a week where I would sprinkle in some extra stuff. How come this doesn't make sense to me? I just want to call bullshit. This is tr- this is a true story. 
True story. I went to, it was called Renewed Strength here in Midland. And I went there for a little bit. But once I like qualified for the games, of course I upped my stuff. But until then it was like very chill, very chill. Affiliate programming, a little supplemental strength here and there. And then Granite Games took off and I just kind of ran with it. There was a girl in um, Italy who made the games last year, I think. Uh, Fiona? Can't remember her name. Okay. And the big thing with her, is she was a, um, I want to say she was a graphic des- designer. She had a full-time job sitting in front of a computer and everyone was like, holy shit, how did she, how did she do it? And her body, she looked like a cannonball. You know what I mean? I mean, she was so, she looked like she worked out a lot. Uh, I, it's, it's just fascinating that you can do this because the conventional wisdom would be like, no one could have got to the games the way you got to the games. Like that window closed, I don't know, in 2011. And here we are in 2022 and that's how you're rocking it. And I think that's why, like, I mean, obviously I listen to your show, like when certain people like don't ever put me high up on the leaderboard because it's like okay well look at her training she can't compete with the other people but it's just like it's worked for me and I'm just like running with it as long as I can that's why I kind of don't want to do the other people's hard work pays off what everybody does because I I feel like it it, I don't want to be like them I want to be different right you know right right uh, and, and, and you know, I said it on this time a shitload of times after your first year. I said it was a complete fluke. Oh, this late, this young lady, yeah, Alyssa Fuliano. Oh, she's a graphic designer. She does something where she sits in front of a computer all day. I remember. Dang. Um, I thought it was a fluke. The first, did you think it was a fluke the first year? Oh yeah, fluke. Fluke's too hard of a word. Did you think it was a? Wow, everything just aligned perfectly. It's one and done. Did you think that? That's what I thought for sure. Oh, yeah. We even went into, me and Dylan went into Syndicate, and we're like, you know what? If we qualify, which Syndicate was the semifinal this past year, and we're like, if we qualify, cool. If not, we've already got way farther than we ever did. Like, what a cool experience. And I think even now still, like, going to Rogue, we're like, okay, let's have fun at Rogue because not many people get to do this. We're kind of like the the fan, like the fanboys and fangirls. But like when it comes time for game time, we'll be serious. But we still got that little kid inside of us, just like. Um, would you pull up that picture with um, Ariel? It's a, it says uh, you compete with Beast. That Instagram. <clears throat> look at let's look at these girls, uh, Alexis Raptus. Yeah. Haley Adams. By the way, that picture of Haley Adams is freaking amazing right there. Zoom um, in on she, it. Can you zoom in she, on it? She doesn't even look she doesn't even look real. <laughs> God, she's a stunning human being. Uh mm-hmm. Emma Lawson, I mean, freak of nature, it just it seems perfect it's in every way. On the scene. I know. Mal O'Brien is fucking a cyborg. Uh Laura Horvat, you, you know one of the biggest threats to the title mama Ariel. And then there she is. I mean, you're stuck between, uh, I mean, those are, might be the two fittest women who ever walked on the planet. that are standing in between. Not powerful. Yeah. It's nuts. Were you stoked yeah, when you got this photo? 
Oh yeah, I just wish I wasn't looking goofy fixing my hair. I wish I looked more like Haley Adams, then it would have been perfect. Oh, you look great. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then it's parents cool. are fearless leader telling us to go out. Like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So and it just doesn't make sense. Like if you look at that photo, and I mean you pull up all their profiles, it's like not even just the follower count, but their titles and what they've done. And then for me to just be like, yeah, I work out <laughs> in this window. Like it, it is nothing I can say makes sense or justifies it by any means. Um, you mentioned in the podcast that after you f- finished elevated Elizabeth and that was the event you won at the CrossFit games, which once again is just nuts because when I think of doing um, uh, bar dips, one of the hardest workouts to do because once they go away, they're gone. Right. You're toast. So you went, you win this event and Shane Orr came up to you. Can you, can you kind of, I want to hear the, like the super details of that. So you finish and you go up there onto the stage and you won. Do you, do you see Dylan at that point? No, I didn't yeah. see anybody until I went backstage. Well, no, I take that back. I didn't see Dylan because there's like a coach's section, but I could never find him. But on like the right side, I kept like thumbs upping. Um, my mother-in-law was there. Um, my former coach and my PT were all there. So like I saw them and that's why I was like jumping in the air for and doing my silly arms. But I win that event, go off stage and Shane actually doesn't come up to me till the next day. So like okay. we're warming up for the shoulder to overhead shuttle event. And he just comes up and was like, man, that was a great showdown last night. And then gives me a knuckles and he's like, good job. I I wonder if he, um, I wonder how long he had that thought. I wonder if it was just like, he's walking by and he just said it or if he had a thought in his head that night, you know, he's laying there in bed and he's like, Oh, I need to make sure I tell Ariel, Ariel. uh." I wouldn't say we were walking by each other. Like I was somewhere and he like made an effort to come up, which to me was even bigger. It yeah. wasn't just like walking in the hallway, fist bump. Yeah, it I, was, it was pretty cool. Cause to me, it's like, he, he's like saying, Hey, good job. You beat my wife. But yeah. like, that never happens. Very humbling right. of him. Never happens. <laughs> these coaches, you have these brilliant coaches, like these Max L Hodges, right? And these guys that Rich Froning who can just step up to the whiteboard. And yet here you are. Um, I guess we haven't seen completely behind the curtain because we haven't seen your programming. But they have to they have to be they have to be wondering. Yeah. As guys who want to hone their craft, they have to yeah. be like, what what is she doing? But I think it just comes down to like you just do intensity. Like I don't I mean, of course I need to work on like weaknesses and strengths, but like if you're in the gym working on your intensity and like dying every time you're in the gym, I feel like that's got to count for something because you can have the best program in the world, but if you're just like, but that's against it, but that's kind of against some of the the conventional wisdom that now we're hearing from some of these athletes, like, uh, like Emma is saying, and, and, and I think Jack Farlow and I apologize to both of them if I'm mischaracterizing what they said, but they were saying like, Hey, that's not the way that was a mistake. When they started CrossFit, that's what they used to do. They used to just go in there and just try to suffer as much as they can. Right. And you're saying, Hey, it, it reminds me of Eva T. I don't know if you remember her. She was in nasty girls with Annie Sakamoto and Nicole Carroll. 
and her mm-hmm. whole thing, and I know this is 2008 I'm going back to, but you just need to do one workout a day and you really have to hurt. I agree with it. Do, do you do that? At, how about do you hurt really bad every day? Like, oh, I can't believe I did that again to myself. I wouldn't say every day. I'd say Tuesday and Thursdays are <sighs> definitely more chill. <laughs> but Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Do you absolutely. even work out? <laughs> Barely. Look at me. I'm just kidding. I do. Um, no, I really do like doing like the class workout. So if I'm framing, I'll take you through my mind. If I'm framing my week, um, Amanda, the owner of our gym, will send me her week's programming for her gym. So I'll write down like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday workouts, see what's in there. And then I make a list of like what's missing. So like there's no double unders program. There's no chest bar. There's no ring muscle ups. And then from that list of what's missing from her stuff, I program my workouts. So like I hit all the movements I need to, it's just like piecing them together. What affiliate is this? It's actually not an affiliate. So come open time. I won't be able to go. It's called Hit for Fit. Hit for Fit. Yeah, high intensity interval training is what that stands for. Hit for Fit. And the wow. gym is immaculate. If you pull up a picture, it's beautiful. Um, Let's see if it'll come up. Some pictures. But like we have an upstairs. Upstairs, we have air runners, C2 bikes. Those are our GHD's machines. Oh, that is a beautiful gym. Isn't it beautiful? Not only yeah. am I... Is that Amanda like, right there? Me. No, that's oh, okay. actually one of my training partners, Nicole. Um, and, and so you just have randos in the gym that are your training partners? Yes, and it's awesome. Because like I show up, and all I need is just someone there to suffer with me and like help me set up my workouts and smile. And like mentally suffer with me. And I actually really enjoy it. Uh, for all the members at Hit for Fit who are watching this, you are crazy. I know it's scary. I would be terrified too. But you have, if Ariel's open to you working out with her, you have to. Wow, that gym is amazing. Isn't it beautiful? Wow. So half of coming here is like Blakely is beyond comfortable in their kids' room. The facility is amazing. Amanda is amazing, the owner. So it's definitely the perks of, I would say, um, this facility. Like it might not be a CrossFit affiliate, but this makes up for it. Uh, you you have to approach her. You have to jump in and work out with her. You are going to kick yourself that you never worked out with her, but you had a chance to. If, oh, if you're so a member people. of that gym, don't be oh, stupid. No. Just do it. Who cares? Of course she's going to smash you. Right. Just die along with me. That's it. Uh, amazing. Let me see what Bailey Walker here is writing. Uh, but the volume is different too. At the volume that Ariel is doing, it's important. She hits intensity and it's about intentional and it is intentional yeah. about what she does. Yeah, that's a good point, Bailey. But so like Bailey, first... everyone, everyone, it's all the athletes would claim that they're doing intensity and that they're being intentional. They, they, But they would claim they're doing it three times a day and Ariel is just True. doing it once. True. Um, uh, let's see what Trish has to say here. Uh, Ariel, don't name names, but is that she can do whatever she wants, but is there anyone who you feel like you are in direct competition with? We all have that one person we always want to be. Is, are there people that do you look around when you're on the floor and there's, you're like, yep, I'm, I'm going to get her. I cannot say a name, but there's one person that like, 
I have to beat. And Dylan's even told me like, you have to beat this person. If it happens afterwards, I will tell um, the Savant crew, but <laughs> there's one person, I don't know why sweetest person. She is a female. And um, it's just like, there's nothing wrong we've ever done. There's none unspoken rivalry. It's, I don't know. There's just something that like, I just really want to beat that one person. Wow, Trish, I thought that was a really dumb question and it ended no. up being a great question and I apologize. Brilliant question. But I think everybody has one person they want to beat. If they tell you no, like they're a liar. Yeah, well, I'm assuming you want to beat everyone. It just helps to narrow it down onto one person. Uh, I want to be top 10. Like if I'm talking about my goal, top 10. If I'm talking about my dream, top five. But if I get top 10, I'm very, very happy. I'm very realistic. Some people like walk into a competition. They're like, I want first place. And like if first place happens, amazing. But I want to be proud of what I did. That's the biggest thing. You mentioned that um, Tia would walk, would say to the, to the group, you know, before events, she would walk by and say, good luck, ladies. Mm-hmm. Dave used to do this thing to me at work when we worked together. He'd be like, I'm so proud of you, Sevon. And I'd be, and I took it as like, fuck you. Like, what do you mean you're proud of me? You ain't my daddy. <laughs> but, but you like it. I took it as like he was being demeaning. It was his way. I don't know if you've ever seen two dogs meet, but one dog will put his head over the other dog's neck. No, I don't see it as demeaning. I, I like words. I like encouragement. So I took it as encouragement. It might yeah. not have come off from her that way, but yeah. She's not like, she's not like, it's not like, (laughs) good luck, ladies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And roll her eyes. Right. No, it was a an Australian. Good luck, ladies. You know, a little accent. Um, You have, uh, you have your life. Well, do you have your life managed? Is your life, um, is, is it, is it a, is it a good concert? Like if. All, every, everything's flow. It seems like because you have this CrossFit thing beast under control and you haven't let it turn all consuming, mm-hmm. is, is your life managed the way you, the way you'd like it to be? What do you mean by managed? Um, Define managed in your life. Meaning you have, you've expressed concerns, you've expressed observations or not wanting CrossFit to be everything. So for Emma, it's like clearly everything, and she's taking that risk, right? And somewhere right. down the road, somewhere down the road, you know that that's going to hurt, right? No matter mm-hmm. what, at some point that's going to end, and she's going to have to deal with deal with that pain, right? Right. But you sort of express that you've you're already working on that. You're not as a games athlete. You're not even as a games athlete at the highest level. You're not going to let that happen. You're not going to let this thing take over your life. So if for some reason it were gone. You would have nothing. Right. Oh, totally. And you're not going to let it interfere with the raising of your daughter or being a good wife or, or those things. Yeah. I'd like Are to you... say I'm, I'm rooted. Like if that makes sense, like CrossFit isn't one of my roots. It's just like a really cool budded flower right now. And like God is obviously rooted. My husband, Blakely, my family. And like, if those come up, they're going to take priority and, eventually i know for a fact it might might be next year it might be in three years like the crossfit flower is gonna die and fall off the tree then i think it's realistic to know that because i'm 28 we have one kid obviously we're gonna want another kid 
sometime in the future. Like I can't live this life forever, but while I can, we're going to soak up like every little piece we can. I, I love that metaphor. It's not the roots. It's just a piece of fruit on the tree. Yeah. And right now it's an awesome piece of fruit. So like, of course I'll be sad when it, when it's over, but I'm not going to think you, about that till it happens. Could you be pregnant right now? No, I sure? hope not. Goodness. I, um, I take birth control for a reason. <laughs> oh, you so do that take birth happen. control? I, I do. I, I learned my life. I thought that was so 1998 <laughs> CrossFit. Like what, what, what are you, what are you doing that for? What if that's I fucking with your, what if that's surprise. fucking with your performance? Is you it think though? that's messing with? I don't know. I know we're not allowed to take hormones as men. <laughs> I take one that's like non-hormonal based. My doctor said. Um, but I feel great since being on it. I've been drug tested. It hasn't come through, and I've qualified for the game. So um, I think it works pretty good. And you're not pregnant. I know. Double win <laughs> for right now. <laughs> is that your new house? It is. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's in. really cool. Right after the games, kind of, we came and moved in. And now we're living here officially. So that's another fun thing is, like, of course, we were married before, but now we have, like, our own space. And it's it's been fun. It's We've had more fights, of course. Who wouldn't live in a house? Um, but, like, we've never had to hang pictures before. So we bought all these pictures before the games like beautiful pieces of art. And then we went to hang them. And like the number one rule of art is like, you want it eye level, but Dylan loves it. Like our ceilings are a little bit higher. So he wants it higher. So like our biggest fight since being in the house is like where to position the art on the wall. <laughs> Just like petty stuff. How about that TV? Is that TV too high? Oh man. You'd have certain things I care about. Certain things I don't. You'd have to ask Dylan on that one. Do you watch TV? I do. Um, you ever heard of Love is Blind? No. Oh, I think I <laughs> yes. saw. Did I see yeah. an Instagram clip of that the other day where it's two people at a table with a buzzer in the middle? No. no this oh. this even one better. is even. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you want to tell her I can't, but basically two. There's a bunch of people. It's a social experiment. Like is love blind? Bunch of people. They put them in what's called pods. One guy goes in, one girl goes in, and there's a wall separating them so they can't see each other. And they just talk until they feel like they've found their soulmate. And then they propose to them. And then they meet and see if they're like physically attracted to the person. And then they get married four weeks later. So it's definitely like a reality TV social experiment. But it's they just came out with a new season. So I've been watching that. Pretty entertaining. It's absolutely comical. It's so comical. Has anyone actually gotten married? Oh, yeah. Quite a few, but I would say probably like three of them are still married and all of the other 10 are divorced. Um, w w what happens when you, uh, they see each other and, and they, they're like, uh-uh, I'm not getting naked with that person. They, they haven't done that. Like I watched an episode last night where it was very clear, like t one girl did not like the guy's appearance, but then I had to go to bed because it was too late. But like, you can tell who really is attracted to each other when they see each other and who's not. And it's, it's cringy. It's so cringy. They like go to bed with all their clothes on and they sleep on top of the blankets, like that kind of cringy. They're just like, Oh shit, this is not what I expected. 
I, I heard you talk about the the Bachelor too. I had never seen that show, and and um, and I watched the the season that Luke Parker was in before he came on, and I, I want to say it was probably one of the most vile things I've ever seen on TV. I didn't even know I had morals and values until I watched that show. Like I hated every person on that. I hated every person on that show. The creators of the show, I think, should be flown off the planet and dumped in a yeah. garbage bag and on Pluto. <laughs> I cannot even believe no one should be treated the way anyone is treated on that show. No, after Luke no one's P. nice. Season. No one's cool. Yeah. No one's real. No one's. And, and if I worked on that show, I, what do you tell your kids you do for a living? Maybe I'm just getting old. It's no, I stopped watching it. It's bad, right? It's not it healthy. It is bad. No. And like you look at Luke P's situation, like he had standards and they made him look. Oh, he like got this. destroyed. He got destroyed. I know. I never saw that show. I never saw Jersey Shore. What do you watch, Savon? You'd love that. I, just the UFC and Instagram. Look at, look at your daughter. Hey, mom, how about a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Over here. Come here. Here, I'll turn the camera a little bit and give her some privacy. Come here. You're a good dude. Um, I am. Um, do, do you know those Instagram clips where they, they like they're they're in Times Square and they like ask someone how many how many stars are on the flag and the person's like twenty one. Oh, I or, love that one. Or who's the first president of the United States? They're like Thomas Jefferson, and I'm just like, it, it just breaks my heart. It's pretty bad. It's bad. Do you think that that shit's real? Do you think that, that they, they, they had to interview, like, I'm, I always tell myself, they had to interview a thousand people before they found someone who oh, didn't know who the first president was. Absolutely not. You go to, like, oh. you, you go to Walmart and ask people oh. questions. You even go to some college campuses. You'd be oh. surprised. We had, this is a funny story. I My can't take the vaccine to save those people. I cannot. I know. I, know. I cannot. Sorry. I just cannot. My sister-in-law was watching, um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer the long old movie never seen it but um, mm. you can tell by the title you know what it's about Abraham Lincoln's Vampire Slayer she watches it and she tells us you think this is based on a true story oh, <laughs> like, no. so like I think some people like don't even realize what they're saying until they're like oh crap at least that's what I hope <laughs> oh yeah maybe it is just like that that's what I'm hoping have you ever been in a spelling bee Ariel Absolutely not. I'm not good at spelling. Yeah, me neither. I was in a spelling bee one time, and the teacher asked me. I was in the second grade, and the teacher asked me to spell wood. And then, and then she, and then she said it in a sentence, and it was like, "Would you like to ride my bike?" And I spelt it W O O D. And I was in the second grade, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> so, so I guess I'll give those people a pass. But I, that stuck with me. I was like, "Holy shit!" I had the same thing happen to me. Tell my me. word was container. I was. I got to the. At state least that's a harder bee. word. At least that's got some shit going on. Yeah, I got to the state spelling bee, and my first word was mountain, and I got it correct. And then my second word was container, and I spelled it with an O R instead of an E R, and then oh. I just wanted to fucking evaporate. I just wanted to be dead right there. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm just like, how did I not know that? Second grade. Was that your last spelling bee? Both of you? Last. That's my last. Was that your last, Caleb? Yep, that was the last one. Wow. All done. I never wanted to go on stage ever again. Uh, That's so funny. As, as you approach Rogue, is is, is everything um, 
is, is every is everything perfect? Diet, sleep, training, apparel. Apparel, yes. No, oh, um, good. One of four. <laughs> I know. Sleep is never great. Like, um, even with Blakely, she's three years old. I'm still up every night helping her. But it will be good at Rogue, so maybe that'll be a caveat. Nutrition, I'm very flexible with my nutrition, but I try and just, like, eat whole foods. Is that code? That's code? Flexible? Flexible for, like, last night I had pizza and Brussels sprouts and ground turkey. So, like, people might not see pizza as the ideal. Like, it has carbs and fats. Like, stick to the whole food groups, you know. Um, When's the last time you slept uh, eight hours uninterrupted? Honestly, never. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Amazing. I know. So that, I'd like to think. I mean, Me neither, by the way. Sleep. Me neither. And yeah. Caleb, I, there's no fucking way Caleb sleeps more than two hours uninterrupted. <laughs> um, no way, dude. No. Not even. No. Nope. It just doesn't happen. Isn't that amazing? It's all, nothing makes sense about um, you, uh, where you are. I know that's where it's like, it's not natural. So I know it's supernatural. And that's why like, um, like I give God so much credit because if I like line it up on paper, it literally makes no sense other than like, God has put me here for a purpose and I'm going to use it. I wonder if he's put me, has he put me here for a purpose? Oh, absolutely. For oh, me, my sh- platform is just CrossFit. Like everybody has their own um, platform. That's my mom. I never knew that. My mom was was the sixth grade spelling champion. You let her what? down. So. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Where does wow. she live? Just right down the street. Aww. Yeah. She'll be before well, this podcast her, is over. She'll probably what be at was my her, house. What was her championship word? Yeah, mom. Do you remember your word? Probably would. let's probably spell your last name do do you have a day job ariel i do not uh, i used to when i was pregnant with blakely but then covid hit and i actually lost my job and then crossfit took off yeah oh poor savon (laughs) i i got in i got in trouble i got fired because i asked someone about their birth control you did is that right yeah that's right I mean, basically, I mean, that was, that was the nail in the coffin. Wow. You know yes. what I was thinking about the other day, Savon? Please. You work out, do you have a garage gym or do you work out an affiliate? A garage gym. Okay. Um, when you're working out, what music do you listen to? I don't. You don't? No, I never, I never have listened to music when I work out. What do you listen to? Because, uh, uh, it, well, most of the, like yesterday, I was in the gym for a long time because I was trying to get prepared for you and Nick Matthew, uh, Rich Froning, Jared, Gray Beal, and Rick, Ricky Garrard. Holy shit, today's going to be a long day. That's a long day. Uh, but, but, um, but if not, I, I, from a young age, I, when, I, when I started doing CrossFit, I always just thought, I just want to be with, with my, alone with myself. I, I, have, I have weird habits. I don't try so to sleep at night either. you don't listen to anything. No, but psycho, if I okay. say it again, that's a little psycho, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Why? What, what do you listen to? No, I'm just curious. I mean, Dylan, you know, Dylan's an avid listener. We like Dylan loves rock and roll. I like like 
I wouldn't say like good vibes has a good beat behind it, happy music. And I was like, I wonder what Savon listens to. And no, I would have pegged you for like an indie, I don't know, like a hipsterish vibe. <laughs> if I listen nothing. to anything, I'll listen. If like if I if I uh, um uh like I'll put on Rick Ross. Um, uh, uh, fuck Rick with Ross. me, you know. Yeah, Rick Ross. Fuck with me, you know. I got it. Or I'll listen to Jay Z. Or, um, hmm. yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. And any, any old rap I'd listen to, uh, Biggie Smalls, Tupac. Yeah. Gangster and, stuff. Yeah. And I used to listen to Eminem, but, but I, but I, he got so woke on me that I, 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 I it's like, okay, I'm taking a break from him. And my kids love Eminem too. They love his music. No He's got bro. good stuff. Yeah, he does. So are you Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly or Eminem? Oh, I really loved... Wow, that's great you bring that up. I really like Machine Gun Kelly's destruction of Eminem. I thought he torched him. Wasn't it awesome? Amazing. The video was amazing, too. The video is so good. He's just eating like a bowl of cereal or something. It was so good. I mean, I know it's like five years ago, but I still remember it. Like hey, yesterday. Um, what What is he... Uh, what, what kind of, so then I looked into him and he's not even a rapper. He just does everything. He does everything. Like he has a rock song out. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's kind of everything. And he's an actor. He was in a movie bird box on Netflix. Oh yeah. I never saw that. That was like the worst movie of all time or something. Someone said, was that, the, was bird box? Like, no, it's not. I thought it was pretty good. What'd you think? Oh, okay. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, okay. I think yeah. That's the one with Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, I, I kept seeing that around as like, hey, you want to see the worst thing ever made? Check this out. I mean, like, Shania Twain is my go-to. But... I could see myself getting into country as I get older, like in the next five years. Shania Twain, that's a good one. She's country, right? I think I think she's country. I don't know. I don't listen Ooh, to country, even though I'm from Texas. Bit. Um. It, it, if this CrossFit thing comes, sorry, when this CrossFit thing um, comes to an end, when you're not competing um, at this level anymore, do, do you know what you're going to transition to? Have you thought about it? I really don't think that far ahead. But like I, I have my MBA, so I'd like to think I could get a job almost anywhere. Dylan is actually like, don't let him fool you. He's a very smart guy. So I might not even have to work because he is a very hard worker. But I do like working, so it would just be kind of like whatever's open. But like right now, my priority is staying home with Blakely because I only get like four years of her life actually at home with me every day, and then she goes off to school and then college. So I'm just going to soak up as much as I can. You're not supposed to send your kid to school. You're like super God-fearing, and, and like you're supposed to homeschool your kids. No, I don't, I don't know because then they're so sheltered. That when they like experience the world, it's like such a culture shock. They're either going to rebel super hard or they're just, I don't know. I feel like there's a healthy way to teach a kid values and send them out in the world knowing what's right and wrong. Because like, you can't shelter them from the world. Then they're going to learn from their peers what's going on in the world and it's going to be their peers' view. We haven't had to experience it yet, but I'd like to think that we'll like instill values at home. So when she goes to public school, she knows what's right and wrong, even though the world is a little bit different. 
I was that, personally it, go ahead. Is that why you like church? Because it instills values. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't like force it down your throat, but it like helps you see like who you are, who you believe in, who you stand for. But like I was personally homeschooled. And like when I figured out what the world was, I rebelled way too much. So I think there's wow. like a healthy way. Yeah, it was bad. There's a healthy way to do it. Uh, so so tell me about that more. When, when you were homeschooled and you felt that that made you sheltered. Tell me about the moment you realized that, the, some, that there was a world out there that you hadn't been seeing. So we were homeschooled up until about eighth grade. And then in high school was when I like went to school full time and made friends and like, Eighth I had grade? high school, high school, ninth grade. Yeah. Ninth grade. So I hadn't had to experience picking friends, if that makes sense. Like we were at church and I had those friends. So like when I went to school, I picked whoever would talk to me and that happened to be like the bad crowd. So right. I learned real quick that like what it's like to pick friends and friends that are going to get you into trouble and friends that are going to not get you into trouble. So I feel like I had to learn the hard way. I got when I was young, I got an MIP in high school. So just hanging out. So just like hard lessons of like get your stuff together. Um, why did your parents um, stop homeschooling you in, in, in ninth grade? Why didn't they just take you all the way through high school? Man, I need to ask them that. Were you I scared? Think we were just like, no. Maybe we just like realized what we were missing and we wanted to go to school. I don't know what made them change their mind. Uh. Homeschool kids are always doing weird shit like microwaving their boogers and shaving their eyebrows. Oh, you're breaking my heart. Uh, I don't even own a microwave. Do you own a microwave? Do you homeschool your kids, Savon? I do. You do? That's not, that's not accurate. My wife does. Yeah, which I don't think there's anything wrong to it. Too late. Too late. Don't backtrack late. now, Ariel. Too I just, late. no, don't too shelter late. them. That's the point I would make. <laughs> um, uh, do you own a microwave? I do. Oh man, you want to hear the worst thing I've ever done with a microwave? Please, this please. This was how stupid I was. I know we don't say stupid, but this was how silly oh, busted, I was. Busted. <laughs> um, I was a lifeguard in high school, and I dropped my phone in the pool, and it's soaking wet. So I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get this water out of it? I had the great idea of putting it in the microwave to get the water out of it. So I straight up microwaved my phone. And after like 10 seconds, it was just like popping and bursting. So it, it did not work. off of it everywhere, right? Oh, absolutely. So I would not recommend that strategy at all. Ariel, I'm going to lump that up with not knowing who the first president of the United States is. Holy you shit. You honestly should. It was, it was so embarrassing. Bless you. I've had a lot of bad moments like that, though. Like I said, in high school, I was figuring everything out. I had my favorite car and I like ran over mud. And I was trying to clean it off. And instead of using like a clean towel to wipe it, I grabbed the like scouring brush to clean your dishes. And oh, just like started shit. scrubbing it off. And it left a horrible mark just like all along the side. So just stuff that like you would think I would know better, but I did not. <laughs> so bad. Well, I'm guilty of using my t-shirt to clean my glasses and and like, I feel like so many of my glasses are ruined because of that. Oh, I was homeschooled until high school too. I think it's just about what activities you're involving your kids in outside of the house. But this dude's weird as shit. Will Branstetter, this guy works on the podcast. He's a superstar, runs the Instagram account. He, I, 
he, he will you might be case in point for her bro <laughs> come on will i was homeschooled until high school too i think it's just about why <clears throat> i mean he I, I think he's pretty hardcore churchgoers i mean I, I think sometimes i contact him and he's like he's he's at church but I think he, he swerved. I think he. I think he. He swerved off the path for a minute, and he, and then he got back on. There you go. He's, he's very successful now. No one tried to take Will from me. I know a bunch of you motherfuckers are doing that. I don't like it at all. Uh oh. Call him out. Uh, Dubai, Wadapalooza. What's the schedule look like? Definitely not Dubai. Um, Wadapalooza. Too far. Too far. Too far. And okay. they don't. Like Rogue helps you with travel, helps you with um, hotel. I don't think they do any of that, which actually my mother-in-law used to live in Dubai. So like in a perfect world, we would have gone there and competed and stayed with her, but no, too far. Wadapalooza. What, ad- what did she do ahead. there? What did she do Her um, new husband is in the nuclear field. Uh, so he works over there in like the oil nuclear industry. He's, is he an engineer? He is not. Oh, okay. I'm not sure his title. Is he a terrorist? He is not. He's American, okay. actually. What? You can't be. We got a couple of those. <laughs> no. um, oh. Okay. Okay. So, so D- Dubai um, too far uh, doesn't make too sense far. economically. Yeah. Wadapalooza, I plan on being there. Maybe individual if I feel good, and then for sure on a team. And, and 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 do you do any of these to to try to get the money? Like, do you do, does part of you do rogue to try to get the money? Does do Wadapalooza to get the money? Oh yeah, I wouldn't be doing rogue. I might be doing if there was no money. Wadapalooza, I probably wouldn't consider if there wasn't a prize purse. Because like, it doesn't make sense to be like, let's go to Miami, but not go on vacation. Let's work out the whole time. Like, I'd like to be compensated a little bit. Uh, is he a terrorist? No, he's American. Speaking of those examples of people who are not knowing, geez, no, poor Ariel's taking a clarified, beating. I should have clarified. They used to live in Iowa. He's been transported there for a little bit, but now he's he's back. Uh, he swerved off the path and he hooked up with Sevon. Um, so the money, so the money is nice. It is nice. It's nice to be able to contribute to the family. I'll put it that way. Well, Dylan works so hard. It's nice to be like, hey, I got this one. And, and if you win rogue, it's like a it, it's like a shitload of money. Oh my gosh, Savon! We right now we don't have a a yard because irrigation is expensive and it's expensive. So if we if I win rogue, we definitely get a front yard and a backyard. But I don't even think we could fathom that because not only winning rogue, obviously the prize purse, but just the like. Now people are going to notice me and maybe more sponsors. It would it would just be wild. Right, and to say I did it with my own programming—that's two hours. You know, it would just the whole thing would be kind of mind blowing. Who, who's um, who's who? Can we see a list of who's going to Rogue? It's a pretty good list. Um, they posted something on Rogue's Instagram yesterday. Uh, but but some of the monsters are gone, right? Haley, Mal, and Tia. And Brooke Wells and, and Christy Wells. O'Connell and Christy O'Connell. Yeah. None of them are going people. None of them are going, which Rogue is such a fun event. I wonder why. Imagine how much money Tia and Mal are making and Haley are making that they don't have to do Rogue. I, 
I know. I kind of heard that on your podcast the other day that like certain people just don't need the money. So why not not go? Annie. Oh, Annie's going. Oh, yeah. That's going to be, be fun competing with her, right? Yeah. There's still some good people, even though um, Haley and them are not there. So Annie's the one that you always want to beat. Actually, no. Oh. Uh, she was not even individual this year. Wow. So um, this, you're going to make podium. <laughs> the goal is top 10. The dream would be top five. Oh, my so, God. So Car Saunders is going too? Yeah, she'll be there too. Yeah, this is going to be hard. Emma it's Lawson, Gabrielle. Yeah. Yeah, like this it, is savage. It's a good lineup. Yeah. You, so you say like T is not there, Mal's not there, but there's still Megalis there, like really good people. And and everyone and, and everyone's going to be like – it might even be harder with those three gone because everyone's going to push that extra mile to get up there. Like all of a sudden it's a lot of people pushing for that first place spot. I think so. But like Tia is so dominant now it's going to be interesting to see like who wins the cardio event versus the strength event versus the sprint event. Like I think the points are going to just like fluctuate a lot. I'll be interested to see if like one person just dominates all of it. Like we're used to seeing. Um, Liz, speaking of people who think that George Watt don't know who the first president is, I'd really like to see Pat Sherwood get invited to the Legends Comp. Yeah, I'd like to see Pee Wee Herman get invited, and uh, The Rock would be pretty yeah, cool. And The Rock, <laughs> Pat Sherwood to the Legends. What's wrong with you, Patrick? Oh, you have a bias. You have the same name. Well, I'm excited to see you compete. Uh, your house looks amazing. Oh, why, why, why spend that money? So you said you have an NBA. Why spend that mm -hmm. money to fix your backyard? I had a guy on the show the other day, and he told me that what he does is he buys homes in Milwaukee, okay. and he has the and he has a two percent rule. And that two percent rule, and I had heard of the one percent rule, and I thought it was crazy. I just heard about it this summer, but this guy has a two percent rule, which I thought is even crazier. But I've been talking to him quite a bit lately. He'll buy a home for $100,000 in Milwaukee and then rent it for $2,000 a month. What's the 2% That's great fucking rule? money. That's the two, oh, you're saying that, to that, pay the rent. That's every month. So basically only buy homes where the monthly rent is 2% of the cost of the house. So if you yeah. buy, so, so he'll buy a duplex for um, uh, $100,000 in Milwaukee, which is just nuts to me. And then charge each tenant a thousand dollars a month. It's smart, Ariel. You're an MBA. You, I, I can't believe. And Dylan's I mean, the house that is, guy. That is next on our list. It's funny you say that. They have what's called beat and bow homes, which are just like cookie cutter pop up homes. If we went rogue, we'd probably get one of those and the front yard. But I don't want to reveal all of our financial secrets. Right, right, right. <laughs> but and, they say, and, like, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. They say what? They just say real estate is like the safest thing you could put your money into. We messed around with stocks for a little bit with how the climate is. It was not for us, but real estate is one that can't really mess around. You can't lose uh, landlording sucks. I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's been my saving um, grace. Do you have rent houses? I do. Uh, how many? Uh, three. Three. In California. Have you had... Have you and had great talks. 
Great tenants. See, charge. I, I just well, I and I haven't had any in shit neighborhoods, and I charge a shitload of money, always more than the market value, so that I'll make sure I get someone who's like committed. You can respect it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and then that's I smart. use one month of every. I use one month of every year's rent to like do something cool for them, like have all the windows cleaned, have the screens pulled down, have the walls painted inside the house, just make the house like so fucking nice for them every year, just you to maintain. Yeah, landlord you're a good landlord sorry yeah good boss and um <laughs> and, and, and i used to always I, when i was when i had a job I, I would put all my money into paying down my mortgage i mean like the couches in my house are the same couches i grew up with in the eighth grade like wow. i like i'm frugal as shit you took ask your mom's Ka- couch. ask caleb ask caleb how much she gets paid <laughs> That's why he had to shave his head because he couldn't afford a haircut, Savon. Yeah, dude. With a fucking, rock out from the desert. Yeah, I had to sharpen up a fucking stone. And, and do, I'm lucky uh, I don't have more nicks on my head. Jeez. Um, just I, I think you're. I think Blakely would be happy. Uh, this is what I think your plan should be for your yard. Okay. Yeah, tell it to me. Do you want to get pencil and paper or anything, or you'll remember? Okay, I've been okay, waiting good. this okay. whole time. Okay, here we go. Uh, a new garden hose. Okay. And a kiddie pool. <laughs> done. We already have those two things. Done. done. Then you're done. <laughs> done. We actually, we go to a friend's house um, and they have a grass and a pool in their backyard. So she's just like, can we get grass and a pool? And we're just like, sure. My Give kids want a pool. years. <laughs> you imagine my kids want to pool so bad and do you know what they do stuff like every day in tennis class the the winner at the end of they do a little competition and the winner gets a dollar and my kids give me the dollar to put towards no. a pool fund and i'm just like uh, what do you do with the dollar what do you do with I, it I put it in my wallet and spend it <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious they're so expensive i'm sure just the upkeep and everything it's two hundred thousand dollars to get a built-in pool with solar yep. panels in my neighborhood for just as. What do you need solar panels for? Solar panels. Why? So, I don't know. So that the pool can be warm. No, fuck those kids. <laughs> no, just put the filter and it'll do it. Just fucking make it nice and it'll be fine. Yeah, they do have an ocean. We do live by the ocean, and we do go. There oh, you do have an ocean. See, you don't need a pool then. You've got the ocean. Um, fi- final question. What, what about, what about a book? Is there going to be an Ariel Lowen book? Is there a book in you? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask what I'm reading. I haven't even no. thought about a book. No, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I did this year do, um, read a, a book a month. That's wow. if you want to talk about books, which just seems like nothing. Most months I've read two, two, I've read two or three. Wow. It's just a little goal to get into reading. Wow. Uh, fiction, nonfiction. Definitely fiction. I like storyteller books, um, not romances, but like there's um, a plot usually with a male and a female, and like how are they going to get together? Or sometimes is there nudity? Books. Is there nudity? No, not like those type of books. No. There's one book. Those who are listening, it's called The Silent Patient. It's the best book I have ever read, ever read, hands down. It's so good. But it's a I'm not going to reveal anything. You can read this on the back of the cover. A lady has something happen to her. She doesn't speak. They put her in a psychiatric ward and it's um, 
this guy is learning why she can't speak and trying to figure out what happened, but it's such a good book. Yeah, that's it. Almost As a mom, a book a month is an accomplishment. Uh, sorry, say that again, Arrow. Almost 138,000 reviews on Amazon. Wow. A lot of people reading it. It's a really good book for those of you who like um, thriller. I'd say it's a thriller. When do you read? See, that's the thing. I read usually before bed. So we're talking like 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Wow, I'm impressed. And is that so you won't watch TV and you won't do screen time? I would say yes. I It put, helps me like put down my phone. And I really think reading helps with so much. And people don't really read books anymore. So no, I'm they be, don't. Or like in the lobby of like getting my car oil changed. If I look around and see everybody on their phone, I want to be the one person who like actually has a book in their hand. I just feel like that's so rare nowadays. I want to try and bring it back. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I took the kids to the pool and my mother-in-law um, was just sat there and read a book. My mom does that too. Just sits there and read books. That's what I'm saying. If I look at people who are older than me and smarter than me, they're not on their phones. They're reading a book. So I feel like there's something to that. Right. Right. I wonder what Joe yeah. Biden's reading. <laughs> I got it right here. It's called Sophia takes the lead. It's about buttercups. <laughs> 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 that's what his wife is reading. That's what he that's what his wife is reading uh to right. him. No, but I don't know if there'll be an aerial loan book to answer your question the long way. I think there will be. That'd be sweet. Yeah. All right, girl. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm super excited to see you compete in Rogue. Uh you are a role model, an inspiration, a class act to uh everyone in the community, to everyone who meets you. Thanks for being you. Thanks for having me. We'll see you later. All right. Travel safe. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That's what it looks like when I'm not 100% prepared. I tried. She's cool. Huh. She's easy. Yeah, she's awesome. Very long. Yeah. She's no, very my, my, my notes weren't very long today. Well, we're basically like friends at this point. So you guys can just talk about whatever. It's nice having her on. Whenever I have someone, holy shit. Okay, so we, are, are you going to be on in an hour and a half? Yeah, I'm, I'll just probably go grab dinner, change, and pop back on. Okay. So at 11 a.m., we have uh, Rich and Angelo DeChico. That'll probably go an hour. Then we have Nick Matthews at 12.30. Oh, I don't see Ricky Garrard on the calendar. Do you see him on there? Not on the calendar. I don't think he. I don't think that's on there yet. Let me see if I can um, bug Susan oh, right now. It looks like it. It is on the calendar, but it looks like it's for tomorrow. Oh, it is for tomorrow. Don't we have Ricky Thursday for me tonight? Uh. Shit, did I screw it all up? It is on the calendar? You do see it on the calendar? Yeah, it's on Wednesday. Wednesday for you, Thursday for me. Oh, okay. Oh, so we don't have any podcast tonight. I think we still do. We still. It looks like we have Rich and Nick Matthews tonight. Oh, but for me, that's the morning. 
Yeah, sorry. My bad. All right. Uh, guys, thanks, John, uh, Wad Zombie. Um, Joe Biden's reading Mike Hunt. That's probably true, James. <laughs> Ariel is the best, says Spiegel. Good luck, Ariel. Eric Wise. Uh, you know Savon isn't prepared when he uses a Trish question. Good point. Valid, valid observation. Uh, uh, Dick and Angie. Oh, for a children's book? Uh, Got to go over to Amazon and get Heidi's book. Mine arrives today. Heidi Kroom. Oh, shit. The show's over. I didn't even see that. All right. Uh, Spiegel, thank you for the 1999. On that note, uh, myself and Caleb Beaver will be back in one hour and 36 minutes with the coolest dude who's ever walked on planet Earth, except for Jesus, Rich Froney. Bye-bye.